Is Paths of Glory from 1957 a bleak look into the horrors of war, or is it a pretentious, overdramatic mess? Find out today on Really Old Movies. Welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin, and today I'll be discussing Paths of Glory from 1957. Some essential movie details. According to this film's IMDb page, public figures, including Winston Churchill, say that this film accurately depicts trench warfare and that sometimes officers in the war were misguided in their commands and would sometimes lead to the detriment and death of many of the soldiers. All right, so now we'll get into the plot. I gave it a 5 out of 5. I thought it was a phenomenal storyline. I loved how it transitioned from a war film to a courtroom drama to even a political thriller. I liked how it kind of meshed those three subgenres together. I really, really liked that. I also love the characters and how the real villain isn't actually the Germans, but rather the corrupt general. So, I mean, I won't knock points for this because, like I said, I give it a five out of five. I just wish we saw more of the Germans, maybe added a little bit more into the war. But that wasn't really the goal and purpose of the film, so I kind of get why they didn't. All right, in regards to the acting, I gave that a 5 out of 5. I thought Kirk Douglas was fantastic. He really carries every scene that he's in. I also liked George McCready as General Moreau. I thought he was fantastic, and he was really evil. He was definitely the villain of the film. And even though their roles were brief, the actors who played the three soldiers that were put on trial were fantastic. Each of them. It's very good and unique and in their own right. Now, one of the characters, he was a little hammy in some parts. Um, I wish I remembered his name, but he was the one who was talking and praying with the the Catholic father, Catholic priest, I should say. And so, yeah, I thought he was a little over the top, but for the most part, they were all really good, really excellent. All right. In regards to the directing, I gave that a five out of five. You know, I think a lesser director would have only chosen one, maybe two subgenres. But Stanley Kubrick, he picked three. And he was really good at kind of transitioning slowly between them. They weren't like super jarring. They really meshed well together. And just his meticulous camera work, it was all very slow and very calculated. You could really tell he put a lot of effort into it. A lot of people say it's a very much a cinema verite where it's not really a movie, it's more like documentary filmmaking, the way he made it. I mean, one of the scenes where Kirk Douglas, you know, he's got his whistle and all of the soldiers are following him. There's no music. It's just the sound effects. It's just him whistling. Very intense scene. Uh, very realistic. So, yeah, I, I think he really knocked it out of the park with this movie. All right. Now, speaking of that, in regards to cinematography and special effects, I gave that a five out of five. I thought it was amazing. Incredible. Awesome, awesome stuff he had there. And I love the tracking shots around the trenches. And it was really cool how realistic they were. Like, I'm sure knowing him, he probably had them dig real trenches and had them, you know, make it as realistic as possible. It was incredible. I also like the close-up scenes of the soldiers on trial in the courtroom. That was really intense. And I think that was really cool. Really almost felt like there was a spotlight on them. Kind of, while well, they were being accused. I really liked that. And I also love the scenes, like I mentioned earlier, of them storming and you know running across the trenches and all that. It was very realistic. I was very impressed with it. 
and you could see movies like 1917 really took a lot from this movie. A lot of the camera work, a lot of the cinematography, you know, they they really did. It was amazing. Very realistic. And I, I think the choice of black and white cinematography was perfect. I think that really was a great, great decision. All right. In regards to the music, I thought it was incredible. I love the use of the classical music. And I also love the scene at the end where there's a German girl. She's a prisoner and she starts singing and they all start humming along with her. And it kind of restores in Kirk Douglas that um, there is still some good humanity that you know, despite his superiors being corrupt and evil, that there is still good. And I I love that. That was fantastic. Very powerful and moving scene. All right. So overall, that brings my letterbox score to a five out of five. I highly recommend this movie. This is probably one of Kubrick's best movies. Really, really enjoyed it. And when it comes to World War One movies, there aren't too many of them. This to me is either the best or one of the best. I can't decide because I really liked 1917. I really liked All Quiet on the Western Front. So this one's up there with me, though. I, I think those three are my favorite World War One movies. I've only seen a couple of Kubricks. I've seen 2001, seen this film now, and I've seen Full Metal Jacket. This kind of reminded me a lot of Full Metal Jacket, how the genre kind of changes halfway through. Because um, in that one, you know, it starts out being in the uh, the training and then it ends up going out into Vietnam. So so this movie reminded me of that a lot. You could see that Kubrick kind of went back a little bit when he was making Full Metal Jacket to kind of make it like Paths of Glory in that sense. But yeah, love this movie. Highly recommend it. Um, and I, I purposely chose it for this because uh, this is around Veterans Day. And uh, the original purpose of Veterans Day was to celebrate the ending of the First World War. They also call it Armistice Day. Um, yeah, so I thought this is perfect for that. And it's also perfect for Noir Vember because this is like a film noir where the people who you generally see are heroes are actually the villains. And uh, there's a character who is kind of an anti-hero, not necessarily a, a regular hero. So I like that. This is perfect for November, and it's perfect for the sense of uh, Veterans Day. All right. Well, those are my thoughts on Paths of Glory from 1957. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. New podcast episodes are released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. All right. Thank you so much. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Take care.